morning, noon, or night, you've tuned into the podcast that you need in your life. I am your host, Mo, and welcome to the Mean Girls 1821 Experience. But you know what? It's a podcast where we mean what we say and say what we mean, and we try to do it all within three to five minutes-ish. What's ish? The Holy Spirit. Because that is the thing that is funneling, flowing, empowering this movement. Amen? Amen. But you know the deal, you know the drill. Let's honor ourselves. How's this week going for you? What is this, the fourth week, third week in January? How's it hanging? Have we stuck to those resolutions? Are they realistic? Hey, it's okay to adjust. Just because you said it in December or on January 1 and it's not feasible, you can adjust. Because life be life in. And what adulting is, the entire ghetto. Okay, song says you can take a, out the ghetto, but you can't take the ghetto out of me. Why? Because I'm a G. I got to eat on these streets, survive on these streets. I'm not going to die on these streets because I'm a G. Nevertheless, you get it. It's ghetto out here. Okay, so if you're making it, pursuing uh, each day with the best effort that you have left in you, I'm proud of you and I honor you. Now, the premise of this podcast is truth. So each and every Friday via my YouTube channel and or using your podcast app, I'm going to empower you to do three things. Number one, show up fully because those that mind don't matter and those that matter don't mind to walk with integrity and last but not least to reflect. Now that can be tricky. I have two things for you. Number one, an e-course entitled The Mean Girl Gang. If you need some scaffolded structure on how to live this Mean Girls 1821 life, head over to www.meangirls1821.com and get that. We also have merch for men and women. That's right. The 1821 Journal, which is a five-day weekly digital journal breaking down how you can show up fully in this world and live a life where you mean what you say and say what you mean. It has prompts for each day. It has sections for you to reflect. It has uh, portions, which is my favorite, that allows you to prepare for what's to come. Because you can't always control the environment, but you can control how you respond in it. Amen, amen. So without further ado, let's begin today's episode. I think it's safe to say that this concept of holiness often gets misconstrued with the idea of perfection, right? As the millennial generation comes into position and we begin to lead and serve, uh, we come with our education, we come with grand ideas and really advanced perspective on how to live this Christian life. And sometimes with all of our degrees and all of our wisdom and all of our education, we kind of can blur the very simple things that God is requiring from us as his children, which is holiness. And I think when we were growing up, because we heard it so much, we often associated holiness with perfection because it was preached. You got to be holy. You got to be holy. You got to be holy. Don't drink. Don't smoke. Don't do this. Don't go to the movies. Don't go to the club. Don't have friends. Don't. And it was just don't, 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 don't. And when you consistently tell somebody what they can't do, it presents this idea of perfection, which we all know is not attainable. Therefore, we just acts the concept of holiness simply because it was presented the wrong way. But as we go into 2023 and I see a rise of 
um, people thirsty for the power of God and thirsty to gain a clear relationship with God. I wanted to talk about the difference between holiness and perfection. Let me just be clear. Perfection is unattainable. No one is perfect. That's been taken care of. Clap. Good job, Monica. Thank you, girl. Now, as it relates to holiness, I'm going to go to my one of my favorite books. Actually, it is my favorite um, book of the Bible, Romans 12, 1 and 2, which says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Did you know your spirit can worship? How does it do it? By living holy. But we'll get to that. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Now, let me be very clear. Holiness is not about perfection. Holiness is about being set apart, right? And so when you begin to live a set apart life, that's our way of allowing our spirit to worship the Father. So then I began to ask myself questions. How do we live holy in a way that honors God? And I found this article in the Gospel Coalition. Um, it's uh, thegospelcoalition.org. And it listed um, a few things on how to become holy. Again, holiness is just about being set apart being the difference salt and light in the earth number one is making holiness your purpose you got to go into work every day understanding i'm different when i tell y'all that's been a struggle in some areas i love my new job i love being a dean but there are some people that really be trying me i mean legit disrespectful like girl what excuse you do you know I would flame you easily? Relax. It's unper like literally could roast for filth. But you know what I did today? Said hi every time I saw them, complimented them in their attire. Were they dry in their response? Yeah. But I realized that's my way of being set apart because at the end of the day, there's nothing you can do to shake me. That was my way of allowing my spirit to worship the Father by making holiness in this environment a priority. And my purpose. Um, a next one. The next one says, don't resist the Holy Spirit. I think sometimes we're so caught up in our comfort zone that we're not allowing the Holy Spirit to change us. Guys, it is so hard not to clap back sometimes because the disrespect be loud and it be obvious. And I'm not about to sit here and act like, oh, my gosh, I really can't read you for filth and not on no emotional tip. Some of us literally have experiences that support why we don't like you. Now, just because I don't like somebody doesn't mean I don't have tact and cooth. But, beloved, I'm not going Side note, this is a tangent. I don't understand how y'all be showing so much love for people who don't like you like that. Like, what is it? Where do you get that? Is that grace? Is that the Holy Ghost? Do I, did I not get that invite? I didn't, was it enrolled in that course? Because, beloved, it's too much. They don't like you like that, but here you go. But nevertheless, God is what? Faithful and just. I'm back. Allow the Holy Spirit to change you. Don't resist it because we want to be holy in an acceptable way to the Father. The next one that they listed was commit to obedience. Now, 
If holiness is your purpose, you have to be obedient to said purpose. You can't switch up every other day. That's what the world does. We talked about this before. Up, then it's stuck, and we like you and you're out. You're canceled, then you're not canceled. I'm telling you, selective outrage. It's a thing. We've got to commit to being obedient to this holy life, even in difficult situations. And what makes it difficult is because you're the difference. You and the environment don't match. But that's the power of Jesus Christ. He came to this earth to influence it. And to this day, he's the most controversial man on this earth because at the end of the day, he forces us to change. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Next, it says, pursue Jesus, not moralism. Y'all, it's funny that this was one of the um, steps because this Saturday I have the opportunity to speak at a women's prayer breakfast entitled Pray, Sis, Pray. And when we talk about moralism, y'all, What's moral to this world is not necessarily moral to God. You've got to be clear on exactly what we are pursuing. Because moralism to this earth will gain you earthly fame and fortune. But it's not necessarily pleasing the will and the way of God. Another one says, expect improvement, not perfection. I stated it in the beginning. Holiness is not about being perfect. But it's that pressing towards the mark. Y'all, a press is a struggle. I said it before. I'll be ready to roast these people. Easy. But I remember, number one, who I am in this environment. Oh, I'm a dean. Okay, cool. It's not about outwardly. And again, I'm not saying I let people walk over me because there's a way you can tactfully gather people. I'm a fan of a tactful gather, amen. Um, but I think it's a matter of understanding. You don't have to meet people at their level because your witness your holiness in this environment matters. And will you slip and fall? Yes. But it's that consistent, honest pursuit to holiness that makes a difference. And last but not least, I love this. Because we are loved. Because I am loved. Y'all, when I tell you I wrote these down in my notes, it's something about being loved well by God and him showing his love through the right people that has changed my viewpoint on life. It's something about being led well with love that allows me to be in a headspace where I don't tolerate anything less. When you get a taste of what true love feels like for yourself through the Father and you can experience it from true leadership, so much so they don't just want you to do well, they're pushing you to excel even beyond them. When was the last time you've been under somebody where they have pushed you beyond themselves? Where they want to see you get so great that you would have to leave them, which would technically be a loss because they believe so much in you. If you haven't experienced that love, I'm telling you, it, it's unlike anything I've ever experienced. And I can maybe count on one hand the number of times I've had that. But because I love myself and have accepted the love of Jesus, God has granted me the opportunity to experience the love that he has for me through other people. How this relates to holiness is because I'm so loved, I owe it to God to be set apart. I'm loved well. And in the end, it's my goal that the people in my environment will look and say, well, dang, I'm rude to her every day, yet she's still so kind. Yeah, because I want you to learn how to love yourself. And so if I have to be 
that person for you, I will be because I'm loved well and I want you to experience this love too. And that's what it means to be holy, to be set apart. And hopefully those were some practical steps to help you live a holy and acceptable life unto God. I love you. Mean it. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Mean Girls 1821 podcast with me, your host, Mo. Tune in each and every Friday for a fresh episode exclusively found on my YouTube channel or using the podcast app. And always remember, words have power. So whenever you speak, mean what you say and say what you mean. Take care.